You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is The Overflow with MC Brooks. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. This is called Pirate Radio. Here's RG3, he's going to run for the first down, and still on his feet, RG3 is going to outrace everybody. Pull the lever, Unc. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my element like going sign. Niggas know that I'm the coldest one. Get hip to me, cause I'm Mr. Freeze. This victory with a frozen gun. Can't get me to hold my tongue. My vocab be like going sign. Not your fave like my bros are. But low key, I'm the dopest one. Flow is a gift full of Mr. Lord. I'll take you where you ain't been before. It's so dope having your own voice be your own intro to your own podcast. Y'all knew I was going to say that because I say that every time I'm on here. Lavish blend. Let me stop doing that, Libs. What's going on, everybody? Most incredible MC Brooks is back with another edition of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on GGR Pirate Radio. It's been a while. Well, it's been like a week and a half. <laughs> Um, well, before I get into that, uh, make sure you go follow us on all streaming services and all social media. We are Great Geek Refuge on Twitter and Instagram, Great Geek Refuge on Facebook. If you search, you can also find our Facebook group where you're able to interact with myself, with Mike, with Steve, Yuli, Rambo, and all of our other wonderful contributors and fans. Do you have some new news? We are now officially available on Spotify. So now, if you would like to, you know, listen to us and follow us on Spotify, that would be wonderful. You can search for my podcast specifically, The Overflow with MC Brooks. You can search for any of the others, such as At the Diner or Mike on the Mic. Um, or you could just follow us at Great Geek Refuge on there and get access to everything. So we're on Spotify. We were already on Apple Podcasts and various other uh, platforms as well so yeah thank you if you are listening to us that way you can also just go to the website also so transitioning tonight or today i'm going to be talking about anime usa the recap right i uh, went there about three weeks ago it was really fun and i'm going to dive in but before i dive into AUSA, i want to talk a little bit about like why this podcast is coming out so late right we are almost at the end of Nostalgia November at GGR, and I haven't even put up my Nostalgia November episode just yet. Gonna be That's going to be out in just a few days. This time, I promise. The difference between what I said when I did my uh, Baltimore Comic-Con recap and now is I had a lot of tech issues, and I had to get all of that resolved before I could publish this podcast, right? Uh, my headphones went out. I had to replace some some wiring with my with my audio setup, and uh, yeah, all of that cost money. And I wasn't comfortable just you know dropping a bunch of money at one time to make sure that I had everything at once. You know, space it out. You know, got got bills, got other responsibilities. Can't just willy nilly, you know, drop stuff. Right. 
So that's the reason this podcast is coming out so late. So I do want to apologize to uh, the wonderful creators and staff of AUSA because, you know, I was able to cover your event as press and it was wonderful. The entire staff was gracious to me and I had a lot of fun. And I apologize for getting this one out so late. Normally, we are way more prompt here at getting these podcasts out right after a convention is done. And a lot of stuff happened that kind of prevented me from doing that. So just want to extend my apologies on that regard. But let's talk about Anime USA. Okay, let's do it. So Anime USA was the first weekend of November. It was about three weeks ago, November 1st through uh, 3rd at the Wardman Hotel in uh, Washington, D.C. For those who are unfamiliar with where that is, that is the Woodley Park area, uh, not too far from the zoo, also not too far from Adams Morgan, and not that far from U Street and uh, DuPont Circle either, right? So it takes place there. This is my second year attending. It's my first year attending it as press. And one of the things I like about AUSA and one of the things that differentiates it from every other convention is that AUSA is very, it's a small convention and it's very specific to which, what it's there for. Like with so many other types of nerd conventions, you generally, like if you're, if you're going for one thing, if you're going for one thing, Odds are you're going to get a little bit of everything as well, right? So some of the other anime conventions I go to, like they are, they're like yes, there's anime there, but there's also attention being given to other things like comics or uh, movies, uh, you know, Marvel and DC, etc. Right? And that's not, and that's not to say it's a it's a bad thing. I'm not, I'm not someone who's complaining. You know, it's one of the reasons I always encourage people to go to these conventions is because you can always find different things that you may be interested in, even if even if the convention itself says that, you know, they are primarily focused on just like one specific thing. Right. But the thing I appreciate about AUSA is it's in the name. It's it's anime focused. Like you're going to go there. And all the content is anime focused. All of the panels and everything there is is anime focused. So if you're someone who is very hardcore and very strict about uh, just you know just wanting to focus on anime and your con going experience, then AUSA is the convention for you. It reminds me a lot of how Otakon was when I first started attending over 15 years ago, to where. You had a you get a nice sizable turnout, so it's not like you don't get people, right? It's not it's not like you're gonna go there and you're gonna see the same like ten to fifteen people every time. I mean, you may if you if your interests definitely align, but you're gonna get a nice sizable crowd, and it's not gonna feel overwhelming, and you're not gonna feel like you can't be yourself there, and you're not gonna feel like people are gatekeeping, and you're not gonna feel like like you can't participate or be part of, you know, one of the things with much larger conventions is that's something that can that can happen very easily. You can get so caught up in the fact that there's so much stuff that you just kind of don't really know where to start. 
And that's not with AUSA. AUSA is very small. It's very focused and dedicated to anime. And you can, you can, I mean, if you just walk the venue, you can clear the entire venue in not very long. But if you were to do that, you are going to rob yourself of the experience of actually experiencing and enjoying this convention. Because what makes really small conventions great are the people. And this con is run by the people. I attended several, uh, several panels at AUSA. And all of them just felt really down to earth. Like the, 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 the people who, who did the panels felt very approachable. They were very down to earth. Uh, it didn't feel like, the, you know, the people who were doing it were like, uh, were like these larger than life people. You know, they, they, there was a lot of interaction going on and a lot of, hey, let's all have fun together celebrating this thing. And that's what makes a con like AUSA really awesome that you are experiencing it uh, with others of various fandoms, but it's all about just being there and having fun. Right. And so um, I like I, I told several people about AUSA in hopes that they would come out so they could they could see for themselves just how cool this convention is and and even though it is a smaller convention like you feel the love in the air you feel it's in the atmosphere like we're we're all there to celebrate our favorite anime and our favorite fandoms so like the uh the dealer's room i'll, I'll actually just i'll start there and just kind of go around because i talked about panels already walked through the de through the dealer's room and they had a very very good selection you know, uh, again, this is only my second year attending AUSA, but in going, walking through the dealer's room, I found that there was a pretty good selection in terms of various things that I would have wanted to buy. Now, I personally, I was on a spending freeze that weekend. Like, I was trying to not spend a ton of money because, well, one, the, the staying in that hotel was expensive, and two trying to, you know, be a bit better about my spending habits at these conventions, you know? So I didn't buy anything, but that was just a personal choice. There were a lot of things that I really, really wanted to spend money on. Namely, several of the uh, the posters and um, uh, hoodies and shirts that I saw. Like, it's all really cool. Like, there are some very creative and really cool designs that were there. And several of them I probably am not going to be able to find again unless I, you know, find the vendors and or just wait till AUSA next year. Um, but th there was there was an overwhelming amount of just really dope creativity and just really cool stuff that you could find. Like if you if you if you wanted to buy custom weapons from like your favorite video games or anime, I mean, there was someone who had like prop weapons there. There was a, a woman who was selling corsets. Uh, obviously, like I said, there were shirts. There were uh, people selling manga. There were people selling their own created jewelry or like versions of jewelry from your favorite anime. And there was just a really cool selection. And then on top of that, you also had people who were there who weren't selling, who were just there to promote and support. So shout out to the Blurred Con table because they were there. And I generally see them at every convention I go to. And I, I think it's awesome that they are showing up to also support and be part 
of all of the other local cons that are there. That, like that that's awesome. So shout out to them. Shout out to the DC Anime Club because they were they were also there were always also there representing and that was really cool. And like it was it was just really it was just really cool. Like I say like this convention is not very overwhelming. Like you're you're not going to be walking through a crowd feeling like you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with people and and feeling like excuse me. Um and feeling like if you're someone who's claustrophobic like you can't <laughs> like you just can't be, you know what I'm saying? And so that 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 was uh that was really cool. Uh the video game room had a ton ton of games there. And the 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 game room is is one of just personally one of my favorites. It's it's one of the areas that I always 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 go to at every convention. Because even if I don't keep up with uh, games like I know so many other people do, for me, it's always still good to be around like people who who like to have fun and celebrate and play games and be competitive. So, you know, they 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 had all of your usual suspects. You had your your Mortal Kombat. You had your Smash Bros. Um, you had uh, I, I don't remember if they had any shooting games there. Like 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 Call of Duty type shooting games because they actually had some of the uh, like the arcade type ones with the with the the prop weapons and whatnot and those are always cool and then they also had like ton of other games that that were probably stuff you've never seen before and I, I always think that that's kind of cool because it's always good to expose yourself to various uh to various types of games and it's good to have a good variety um so that people who are coming there to have fun can you know if they want to play arcade games that those are there to be played if they want to do something that's kind of similar to like a guitar hero or a rock band that's there if you want to do the virtual racing games that's there if you want to do like the pc type stuff like they have you have a setup for that if you want to compete in a tournament against other people in your favorite fighting game like there's stuff for that so that was also really awesome that was also really awesome and so that was a really good selection. So if you're going to attend AUSA, the game room is a, is a definitely must walk through simply because you can find something to play. They also near the game room. They also had a, uh, a karaoke setup, which was cool. I, every time I walked by there, there really wasn't people singing. And maybe that was just a timing thing, um, because from my understanding, you know, people did get up there and perform and all of that. I didn't get to experience it, but the fact that they have it is, is again, it's also really cool. I'm a creative, and it's always cool meeting other creatives at events like that, especially when you discover that they are, you know, fluent or at least speak some Japanese and are able to, you know, sing these sing these intro songs or these outro songs, these these themes from these shows that we all know and love. That's really cool. They they get a, a lot of a lot of props for me for for that. Um, I'm trying to think about what else. I spoke about panels, deals rooms, game room, video game room. The the tabletop room was also cool. There's okay. If there's one place you can get overwhelmed in, it, it might be the tabletop room because that is by far the largest assortment of games, like handhelds, some well some handhelds. And card games that I have ever seen. Like you have Connect Four, you have Cards Against Humanity. There was Bop It. There was like 
five different versions of Bop It. <laughs> there were like uh, four or five different versions of that old Simon Says game like that. Or um, Is it Simon Says? I might be thinking of something else. I would search, but I don't need any feedback if I tried to search on my phone. So I'm not going to do that now. But there's just an overwhelming about uh, overwhelming just amount of stuff, you know, there. But like that, that is not a bad overwhelming. It's a good overwhelming. And so, yeah, you you can definitely spend a lot of time in there. There's just so much stuff that you can you can do. I was I was in there for like a good while with a friend of mine that I run into and like we play there like a couple handful of just various games and just kind of like reminiscing about like just how cool it was. Like I hadn't played Bop It since I was maybe in middle school, maybe elementary. I like, I, I don't really know how long it's been, but it's been a while. <laughs> and so like, wow, is all I can say. Wow. It's awesome. Also, so transitioning now, also, shout out to all of the amazing cosplayers who were there. There were a ton of really great cosplays uh, that were on display from various uh, various anime, whether it was My Hero Academia, whether it was uh, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Sailor Moon, uh, Kakigurai. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but from that, uh, Carol and Tuesday. And it was just it was it was awesome to to see it like like stuff like that always it just it warms my heart to see people so comfortable enough with themselves to to um, attend it to to to, to cosplay because that takes courage it takes a lot of courage. So AUSA is is three days. It's three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was there all three days. Uh, Saturday, like at most conventions, was like the busy day, uh, but I did get to to witness a lot of really cool stuff there. And it, like overall, I had a blast at AUSA. The staff was all really wonderful to me. The people were all really wonderful. And if you're kind of on the fence about going, if you are someone who has like social anxiety or and you don't like big crowds or you know large swaths of people. The AUSA is a is a nice, fun starter convention. Well, let me not say starter convention. It's a nice, fun convention to attend if you don't want to deal with large crowds, but still want to be able to have fun celebrating your favorite anime and your uh, your uh, Japanese fandoms with other like-minded folks of various fandom levels. So um, I'm going to end this podcast here. But I do want to, again, go to AUSA in 2020. It's fun. I had a blast. I didn't take a ton of pictures. And then part of that was because of camera issues. Uh, part of that was because I was also running around so much um, that just kind of like when you're having fun, like you, you kind of can, it can slip your mind. You know what I'm saying? So um, go to AUSA. Have fun while you're there. And um thank you all for listening now and, and make sure you go listen to the previous episode I did about Baltimore comic-con uh, go listen to some of our other podcasts that are not only on our website, but are now available on Spotify and various other streaming platforms. 
Make sure you follow us on social media, Great Geek Refuge on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We also have a Facebook group where you can interact with, with us. I'm, I, as I mentioned on the Baltimore Comic-Con video or uh, podcast, uh, there I do have an announcement that I'm going to be making. I'm not going to be making it here, but I'm going to be making it soon. I'm going to be making it soon. And when you get it, I think it's going to be something that is going to be celebrated by the, those of you who listen. And I think it's going to be a nice, fun thing that affects the show going forward, right? It's nothing negative, all right? It's nothing negative. If it were something bad, I would have said it already just to get it out there. But it's good. It's good news. I promise. I promise. You have to trust me on that, all right? So that announcement is coming soon. I'm going to have a Nostalgia November episode coming up in the next couple days. Um, I haven't decided which thing exactly I'm going to be nostalgia about. But I feel like it may be my favorite video game from my favorite video game character. And if you know me, then you probably already know what that is. But if you want to hear it in detail, you're going to have to wait till the next episode. In the meantime, don't be a juice bag. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.